And so this morning, I wanted to read from a passage in Mark, the book of Mark. Turn me down just a little bit. Chapter 5, verses 25 through 34. The book of Mark, chapter 5, verses 25 through 34. And the word of God reads, Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for 12 years and suffered many things from many physicians. She has spent all she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. And when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. And immediately the fountain of her blood was dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of the affliction. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? But his disciples said to him, you see the multitude thronging you and you say, who touched me? And he looked around to see her who had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your affliction. Go in peace and be healed of your afflictions. And if I had to title this message this morning, it would be, you got issues? Come to Jesus. You got issues? Come to Jesus. And I thought about these things from a woman's perspective, and I said, this woman had an issue of blood for 12 years. And I'm not going to go into too much detail there, but seven days is too long. Amen? So 12 years, I started thinking about this, and I said to myself, God, why would this woman put up with this thing for 12 years? 12 years is a long time to suffer with hemorrhaging in your body. And I started thinking, well, if it was me, I would have gone to the Mayo Clinic by now. Someone would have had to come see about me. I would have had to venture to the next town to find some other doctors who possibly knew what they were doing. And God says, you know, daughter, you have issues, too. You have issues that you've been holding on to for longer than 12 years. The Bible is telling us today that. We may not be hemorrhaging in our bodies, but we all have issues. We all have issues that we may be holding on to, issues that may be dragging us down, issues that may be making us, setting us apart from other people from a God's perspective. And the Bible tells us that this woman not only had major medical issues, but this woman had financial issues. The Bible says that she spent all that she had. Unresolved by money, unresolved by doctors, this woman probably was tired. Tired not only in her body, but tired in her, her, her mental state, in her psychological state. This woman had to be tired, overwhelmed by dealing with an issue that she could not get rid of for 12 long years. 
And I had to imagine that although that the Bible says that she sought out help from her doctors, that, that, that she probably also got complacent in that issue after 12 years. Can y'all imagine suffering with something for so long that you kind of get used to it? How y'all, how many of you know that we're just like that with sin? We had this sin that's been lingering in our lives for so long, and now we see it as normal. That's just how it is. Y'all heard the term, it is what it is. Right? That's a lie. It is not what it is. It is what we have accepted. And this woman probably accepted the fact that she's lived with this thing for so long. You know, I'm just like my daddy. I'm just like my mother. Right? I learned this from experience, and so I've just carried this along the way. I've dealt with this pain. I've dealt with this depression. I've dealt with this. I've dealt with that. For so long, it has just become a part of me. And guess what? When it becomes a part of you, people also expect that of you. And this poor woman... This poor woman, like many of us, just dealt with it. Just dealt with it. And the Bible says in verse 26, and and she suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had, and nothing got better but rather grew worse. And I started thinking about the doctors. Y'all know how it is when you do have an issue and they don't know what to do. They treat you. They give you some medicine. It doesn't work. You go back to them and they say, you know what? I'm going to refer you to another doctor. And you go to that doctor, you spend some money. They don't know what to do. So they take your money. They give you some medicine and they refer you to another doctor. And here you go hopping from doctor to doctor to doctor trying to get something resolved and nothing ever comes to pass. And I started thinking about how we are in our issues. Right? We go to this friend. We go to that friend. We go to this person, that person. We're taking in all of this bad stuff and nothing ever gets resolved. Why? Because we're going to the wrong source of our healing with respect to the issues that we've been holding on for too long. And this poor woman, this poor woman probably got tired because she couldn't go around her immediate family. She couldn't go around her friends. If she were married, she could not touch her husband. If she had children, she could not touch her children. And poor thing couldn't even go to the church because whatever she touched, whoever she touched would be labeled unclean. And y'all know how we are. Somebody unclean come walking to the church. We all try to fly. We don't want them to touch you. You know how it is when you hear about someone's sin, you don't want to be next to them. I don't want them sitting next to me, scoot over a little bit. I don't want that bad energy rubbing off on me. That's how we are. And this poor woman had issues over issues over issues. And if you read in Leviticus 15, I'll touch on that just a little little bit. The Bible says that, again, whoever she touched, whatever she touched would be unclean. Unclean. But the Bible says when she heard of Jesus, she came and pressed behind to touch his garment. So Jesus was roaming the land during that time. He was doing some wonderful things. He was healing folks. He was touching folks. He was removing demon-possessed people and making them free. He was doing all these wonderful miracles. And I had to imagine that his name was roaming around the community as this guy who was powerful. And when he came to town, this woman who's probably been outcasted because of her medical condition saw, you know what? It is about time. 
that something changes in my life. And you know how it is when, when you get tired of something and you don't know where to go. You don't know what to do. You, sometimes you then have a spiritual epiphany. Let's call it that. A spiritual epiphany. And the Bible says that she said, if I could just touch his garment. Now, y'all remember, Mosaic law says that whatever this woman touched, they would be unclean. You can't touch Jesus and make him unclean. He does us the cleansing. Amen. For she said, if I may touch his clothes, I shall be made whole again. And I can imagine that maybe she overheard about this man and all the things he had done, all the forgiveness he had done, and how he just, again, roamed through the land. And she needed something miraculous done in her life because the doctors had failed her, had failed her miserably. But again, when you have it up to here and nothing else is working and no one else can understand what you're going through because many people in the land could not understand this is a serious medical condition that still resides today, ladies. And when it happens, it will affect every piece of your body, your kidneys, your liver, all types of things take place. And y'all know how it is for seven days. Can y'all imagine? This woman was unpleasant. Huh? This is PMS beyond what y'all could ever experience. Y'all men don't want to tell y'all this, but they don't want to be bothered with you during this time. Can you imagine 12 years? This woman was very unpleasant. Unpleasant, in pain, uncomfortable, broke, no friends, no family, nothing. Can you imagine being in the place of this woman? Very difficult. Very difficult, but, but she understood that if she could get to Jesus, if she could just come to Jesus, the Bible says in Numbers 15 that, that, that the garment on a man represented his identity. The garment on a man represented his identity. So she understood that his, there was power in his identity. She didn't need to touch his hands. She did not need to touch his arms. She just needed to get to his garment and touch his garment. So when your situation gets hard enough and when you get uncomfortable enough, when you don't have anybody to turn to, when you can't talk to your wife about it, when you can't talk to your husband about it, when your friend is too busy, when your friends got issues of their own that can't be resolved. Why? Because they've been holding on to their issues for 5, 10, 15, 20 years. And if you don't have any issues today, like the old folks say, just live a little bit longer. You will experience some issues. And I have to imagine that this woman... This woman had it up to here. The Bible says, based on the word of God, that she could not interact with anyone. So can you imagine her trying to press through the crowd? Can you imagine what they said about her? Did you, do, you, do you imagine that they said, what are you doing here, woman? That's that nasty lady. You know how we are. That's that nasty girl. Right? What is she doing here? Somebody get her out of here. But she continued to press. She continued to press. And I'm sure some people moved out of her way because they thought they were cleaner than she was, but they too also had sin. Amen? So when you have issues in your life and you need somebody to remove that issue that you've been holding on to years, I say press your way to God. Press your way. Don't be worried about the naysayers because there's going to be a lot of people in your life that says things about you and they have forgotten what they're going through. People are going to say 
that's that girl that used to sleep around all the time. That's that guy that used to sleep around with this woman and that woman. There's that cheater. There's that adulterer. There's that fornicator. There's that liar. There's that drug addict. Uh, 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 drug addict. There's that alcoholic. But it's okay because God has the power if we would just come to him, touch him through his word. Find yourself among some people that actually truly do believe in the power of Jesus Christ. And that's where you come. That's how you worship. And the Bible says in verse 29, straight away, straight away, immediately, without delay, without hesitation, the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. How many of you know there is a such thing as a, as a feeling? You know, we always say you can't feel. God. Yes, you can feel the power of God working in your life when he is truly working in your life. The Bible says she felt in her body that she was immediately healed of that affliction. So I have to imagine that this woman who was unpleasant had a smile on her face. The discomfort in her body probably went away. She can feel the strength coming back for because 12 years is a long time to lose blood, folks. It tells us a lot about the power of God in our lives, that he can truly deliver us from those things that we've been plagued with for many, many years. And I love that because, you know, as a woman, again, I start saying, that is so wonderful. She no longer has to deal with that. Right? I don't know how many of y'all look forward to that time of the month, but. <laughs> but for those of you that do, God bless you. For those of us who have to deal with us, God has blessed us more. Amen. But I start thinking about that like, man, she don't have to deal with that no more. But that's not what the Bible says. The Bible says that he healed her of this affliction, which means that she went back to some sort of normalcy. That doesn't mean that she's not going to have to deal with the next month. And I thought about that. God, what are you saying to me? And God says, you know what? Even though I may heal you of that very issue that you've been struggling with for many, many years, trust me when I tell you temptation will come. You're going to have to deal with sin in your life over and over and over again. But God has the power over sin to deliver you from that. And that doesn't mean that we keep falling to the same sin. So I believe in my heart that this woman never have to suffer with that disease again. But that didn't mean that something else didn't come. That's the same for us, folks. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that the virtue had gone out of him, turned about in the press, turned about in the crowd and said, who touched my clothes? As if he didn't know. Jesus knew exactly who touched his clothes. But see, I believe that Jesus knows the difference between us bumping up against him. Y'all hear me? I believe Jesus knows the difference between somebody just bumping up against him versus someone that's trying to touch him with purpose. I believe he knows the difference than people just coming out to church for tradition versus coming into church to worship him. Not for what he can do, but for who he is. See, I believe that God understands those people that were going through the motion because they were they were looking to see another miracle take place. He was on his way to heal somebody else when this woman touched him. And that's so wonderful about God, because, you know, he's not like us. He makes time for us. That's a good, good father, Sister Molliday. 
He makes time for us. He made time to heal this woman who had been struggling for many, many years. He didn't say like we said, because I'm going to tell you right now, if you call me, I'm a little tired. Can I give you a call back? I'm a little emotionally heavy. You know what, sister? It's not the right time. Can I give you a call back tomorrow? That's what we do. But Jesus, Jesus never, ever puts us on pause. He never, ever tells us to wait. He always addresses our issues. What the, what the song say? Even if you don't feel like he's working. Even if you don't see that he's working. He is working. And he looked around to see her. This lets me know that he already knew who had done it. The Bible doesn't allude to this man being upset because somebody touched his clothes. Because that would be us. Let somebody that's unclean touch my clothes. It's COVID, y'all. Where is the Lysol? Where is that? Come. Right. Don't touch my clothes. You know you unclean. The Bible wasn't, the Bible says Jesus wasn't concerned about that. He wanted her to come forward so that she could proclaim the goodness of Jesus Christ. She wanted, he wanted her to come forward and, and recognize what had been done to her and how she was impacted by just the mere touch of his clothing. This tells us a lot about our testimony, people. I don't care who you are. I don't care how old you are. God has all done something for each and every one of us. The fact that we're sitting here says a lot. There is someone else right now laying on their deathbed, waiting on the touch of God. As soon as we leave here, that doesn't mean that we're going to come back. Bless God right now for your place in this place right now. And I'm like, God, I would have been very happy after 12 years of hemorrhaging to say, you know what? Thank you, Jesus. This man right here, he did it. But you know, the truth is when God heals us or delivers us from things that we've been holding on for years, we get concerned about how we used to be. Now they're going to know a little bit about me. They're going to know a little bit about how I used to act. They're going to know a little bit about what I used to do, how I used to cut up in the world. And so we hide God's beauty because of our experiences. When in fact, it is our testimony that can set somebody else free. But the woman fearing and trembling in verse 33, knowing what was done to her, came and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. She didn't come to him with partial truth. She came with the whole truth, not as he, he didn't know, but he wants us to come down and worship. Fear and trembling, falling to her knees, telling him the whole truth. Honey, this is worship. That is true worship. When we're able to drop to our knees and raise our hand and say, God, I am here. This is all of me. These are all of my issues. This is everything I've been taking with me. This is all of the depression. Here's all the lying. Here's all the cheating. Here's all the backbiting. Here is all the frustration. Here is all the unbelief. Here's all the lack of faith. God, I am here. Bless me. God just wants us to commune with him, to talk to him. And not only that, tell somebody else about his goodness. And he said unto her, 
daughter, thy faith had made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of this affliction, this plague. Basically, you have now been set free. You have now been set free. See, I, I believe that if we got issues, we can come to God. And I told you I won't be before you long because I'm getting ready to close. But listen to this. The Bible says that this lady went from a, being a certain woman yes. with no name to a somebody. Y'all follow the scripture. To a somebody. To a daughter. She went from a certain woman to a somebody, to a daughter in Christ in just a matter of minutes, but by just coming to Jesus. God wants us to be a part of his family. He don't want us just pressing up against us just to see what he can do for us. God wants us to be blessed, but tell of his blessing, share of his blessings, proclaim his blessings, worship him because of his blessing. We don't have to live with all these issues. We don't, family. We don't. And I know if you're like me, sometimes you hold on to things because you know what? I don't want to let that pain go away because I want to inflict a little bit of that on somebody else. Or you have this hurt that you've been dealing with for so many, many years. And you want the person that hurt you or the people that hurt you to feel a little bit of that hurt. Why? Because you want them to see it on your face. Many of us hold on to depression. Depression that we've had since we were little children. Now, I ain't going to tell all my story right now, but it will come out over time. There's a lot of things that I know that I've held on to. And I don't know each one of your stories, but I am willing to bet. I'm willing to bet that you also been holding on to issues. And I didn't say issue. I said issues. So if you got issues this morning, if you got issues this morning, come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Dear Lord, we thank you this morning. We thank you for being here in the midst of us.